The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Hi, hello, everyone. Hi. What's your top story, Glenn? Uh, My top story is uh, accommodation. It's just basically uh, freedom of speech. Let's let's leave it at that. Okay. An, An insurmountable movement on the right. Uh, showed its face in Charlottesville, and it's it's oh, scary. Oh man, it's frightening. I could vomit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little glimmer of hope for the future. Oh, good. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I hate to follow oh, up with that. Yeah. <laughs> so hopeful. Uh, an actual matter of uh, national security that um, really doesn't seem to matter all that much. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, before we get into all of that, uh, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank our TV and podcast sponsor today, Minostalgia. Uh, my son is a really huge fan of their waffles. They came love in them. here, yeah, they came in here to the studio and they cooked for us. I would love to comment on those, but ha- have you had their waffles? I actually have had their waffles. Oh. You've had their beer jelly. Okay, if I was the only one at the table that <laughs> didn't have the waffles, and I'm the guy who looks like I need waffles. <laughs> You've had their beer jelly, though. <laughs> yes, I have. Which was great. Yep. Delicious. Did, did not actually have the alcohol in it, though. Right. Did, I, was, uh, I didn't think beer jelly would be good. It was really good. It actually works, it does. All of their products are great. Go to blazewildrice.com and you can see their entire array of, pro- uh, array of uh, products they have. And you can get 10% off the sampler packs if you want to try a bunch of them just by using the promo code TRY10. It's blazewildrice.com and the promo code TRY10. Thank you. Okay, Glenn, freedom of speech. I got up this morning, uh, you know, and uh, Gavin McGinnis has been silenced or banned. And, uh, and from, I, Twitter. from Twitter. From Twitter. Okay, from Twitter. How? Why? Why? Louis Farrakhan just had his little check mark taken. Gavin has been removed. So I had Gavin on today, and uh, I, I know how I feel about it. I'm fine with having that conversation, and I think it's an important conversation. But uh, we're not going to be able to have conversations soon because people, we have to have the kind of conversation that we had on radio today, which was, he, he's Malcolm X. I believe MLK. Um, and that was the discussion. Do you, do you engage in violence? Do you hit back if you've been hit? You're a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's another way to go. Right. And, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Perhaps um, more relatable even. Yeah. And, <laughs> and instead, what we're being served daily is this unbelievable lie from the media that... The right is so dangerous. You know, they were screaming, CNN sucks. Mm. Well, they, they, they took an NBC reporter down in the street. It was Antifa, mm-hmm. and he called it rough and tumble. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> They're worried about their life because someone says CNN sucks, and then somebody grabs their cameras, cuts the cord, shuts them down, surrounds them, and actually, you know, Roughs them up, and they just call that rough and tumble. No. There's no hope. There's no hope. That's what is going to cause the violence, is the inability of the press to recognize and report on what is actually happening in America. But do you think that being that the press is going to be the press, and we can't count on them to cover things realistically, um, us hitting back harder, as Gavin McInnes said, I mean, that's not going to improve 
the it's, optics it's, at all. Uh, look, I've, I mean, patents do. You guys were with me all of those years, and we tore our hair out trying to figure out the right way to approach the American people. And it took me a couple of years to understand why Gandhi won, Martin Luther King won, Abraham Lincoln won, Jesus won. Why didn't Bonhoeffer? Bonhoeffer didn't win because the German people had already turned to hatred. Okay? They had already turned. They were no longer listening to those Judeo-Christian principles that Germany was supposedly founded on. They were now listening to science and really, you know, postmodernism and fascism and communism. And so it was all slap them back. That's why Bonhoeffer could not move the German people. If we lose our ability to feel compassion for somebody different than us, we will go down the same road as Germany. Now, do I know I'm right? No. I'm just not going to turn into everything I despise. Gavin, in the end, might be right that you... You have to stand, and if they punch first, then you punch them back. It's not me. I won't go there. Yeah. What are your thoughts, still? Well, yeah, I and mean, of course he's right if you're being assaulted, right? I mean, I, you know, like... No, Martin Luther King didn't think he was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like self-defense is something that we talk about with the Second Amendment certainly all the time, and I think it applies to defending yourself and your family. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily have a negative outlook on that. I mean, I think there's a, there's a difference when you're getting in the middle of these things intentionally. Um, and I think many times, I think a lot of these guys, and I don't, know if, I don't know enough about Gavin to know if he's one of them, but many of these groups wind up going in here with the intent of they want a YouTube video and they want to see their guy get punched. They want to punch the other guy back. And I just have, I have no, no use for that whatsoever. Um, I don't think that's Gavin necessarily, but like that is the type of stuff that I really just don't think is productive in any way. And I think, again, we've, we talked about this the other day. It's like you've got to look at... People say, well, if you do this thing where you just reason with people and you, and you appeal to them in, in, a, in a positive way, we're going to lose. We've tried that and we're going to lose. And it, you have to look at what is your timeline of victory here? Mm-hmm. Is your timeline of victory the next election? Is it the next you know, year? Is it you know, the next 10 years? Is it the next 100 years? Or is it even bigger than that? And I think once you, once you start getting to the point where you start thinking longer term, uh, you wind up realizing that it's how much of our daily activity when you're thinking about how to win tomorrow is different than how you are going to win in a hundred years or eternally. And that's a, that's a problem. <laughs> like they, just, they shouldn't be disagreeing with each other. I just remind you that um, what the country needs is reconciliation, just, which is not, it was just listening to each other and just reconciling. doesn't mean you're wrong. I'm right. None of that. It's just listen to one another and then come back together on principles. That is the Martin Luther King secret. And even if Elvita King, remember, her dad let her spend a night in jail because of a girlfriend was hit in the face repeatedly by a white guy. And she went to help her up. And because she was there, the police arrested both of them And her dad came the next day. They didn't come and bail her out. He said, you broke ranks. She said, I was helping my friend. You broke ranks. We either believe in this or you're going to be used on television as, you know, somebody who is just making all kinds of trouble. You don't break ranks. That's hard. That's harder than hitting back. Mm -hmm. But it's the only one that keeps the heart open. 
Uh, Stu, tell us about these really big protests that happened over the weekend. Devastating. Uh, devastating. I mean, the right is completely united now. Uh, all 24 of the people on the right are united. Um, in fact, that's... A, no, we had 18 people. We have all 24 now? That's all 24 people. Wow. That is the exact... Oh, I, overwhelming. I literally got a CNN alert on my phone this weekend that said 24 people showed up. <laughs> 24, <laughs> two dozen people and that's showed worth, up that's to unite the right. Alert. How is that worth a, an alert? And beyond that, it is an utter cataclysmic disgrace that we got two months of coverage leading up to this anniversary and 24 people showed up to mm-hmm. it. It, it. How could you justify any of the hours and hours and hours of coverage you, you gave these, these people? And, you know, it's like... And how could you justify the fact that when you did have to, because there are only 24 people... When you did have to cover something because you had your camera crew down there, you cover Antifa, who says we want coverage, and then they cut your cable or rough you up. Yeah, I and, mean, and, and you say nothing about it. And again, like I am fine. I, like I'm fine with either approach in in some way or another. The idea that we're going to look at Antifa and say, well, they're kind of a small group and they're not all that big of an influence right now. I think you got to take them seriously, just like I want to take mm-hmm. white supremacists seriously. But they're a small group, though seemingly much larger than white supremacists. Um, but you know they're 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 a small group, and we can kind of look at them in the fringes and take take when they do something, cover it, but not obsess about them. I'm fine with that, but y- you can't obsess about the white supremacists. Twenty four show up and then blow off Antifa completely. It's it's almost and that's pretty much what the media has done. There were some people who tweeted about it. You know, I'll give one example was Jake Tapper, who who I thought went a little bit further. You'll see Brian Stelter also tweeted about it, saying that there was a violent swatting away of a journalist cam- uh, camera, unacceptable behavior. Um, I Chapter took it a step further, which I appreciated, which is totally unacceptable and not at all out of the norm for Antifa. This is Thank you. this is something that's actually a recognized mm. pattern of behavior. They should not be a protected group. But they're not going to be no, obsessing not, about they this. They are a terror. Are they not on the ter- domestic terrorist list? I, I, they, I believe activity. they are on the, yeah. the domestic terrorist list, and everybody in the media plays footsie or ignores them. The, certainly the black block deserves to be, right? I mean, like this, these tactics wind up, uh, you know, not only uh, harming, you know, property, but I mean, in, this, in, the, in multiple cases this weekend, really physically attacked people. Where was the guy, Stu, that we had a call from Kansas, someplace in Kansas today, and said he was there, and it was just some, just, just two old people shaking the hands of, I think, firemen uh, and presenting them with a flag or something, and Antifa showed up, and roughed everybody up. And it was, it's a small town. It was like, I don't know, Lawrence, Kansas, or some small town. They beat up elderly people. I don't know if they beat up. They were just laying the smack down on, on okay. somebody yeah. um, that was just there innocently. Uh, what? At some point, the average person is going to feel like Gavin McInnes and say, you know what? No. I... I I'll, you go ahead and do that. I'll stand right here. If they do it, I'll punch them in the face. They punch, they punch me, and I'll finish the fight. And that's what Gavin was saying. My father always taught me, don't ever start a fight, but make sure you finish it. You don't seem to be focused on the 24 people. <laughs> do you understand there were 24 people? <laughs> I didn't, 24. Realize, I didn't realize it. That's two dozen. They can't all come in one car. Right? That's no. multiple vehicles. Have a like really a big really big car. Big car, so. yes. big car they could. If yeah. you were having sausage uh, McGriddles, mm-hmm. there'd be, be two dozen right. of them. 
Oh my gosh, you're right. Well, wow. I mean, feeding them could cost a extra. up yeah. to like a $5 bill. Right. You know, I, I can't even imagine that kind of a crowd. I can't even imagine it. It's just awe-inspiring. And 350 million people, 25, 24 of them people out of 350 million, and that's their coverage. Yeah. Well, and the, the poor NBC reporter didn't even get any cover from NBC. They didn't even care. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Most of the time you go was, jackpot, that's an exclusive. Right? right? Our guys got it. No, they're busy. They're busy covering up, you know, other people with locked doors. Even the NBC reporter himself called it rough and tumble behavior, right, yeah. which is crazy. I had my uh, son's act. Do you think they would have said that if the exact same thing would have happened oh, at the Trump rally? No. They would have just said rough and tumble behavior no. and not covered they it? Caused it? They called it essentially an assault on the First Amendment when they said CNN sucks at a rally behind security. Everyone was had already gone through metal detectors in the room. It was like the safest room in America. The president was about to walk out on stage and they were that threatened. It was insane. I had, uh, my, today's my son's birthday party. Uh, my son's birthday, Zach, he turned seven today. Yesterday we had his birthday party. 28 kids showed up. Wow. There were more kids, <laughs> people at my kid's birthday party than oh there were gosh. at this rally. That's insanity. Yeah. They, they didn't even cover it. They they CNN ignored it. Wow. the trampoline wow. park. Wow. There were no CNN cameras there. It was a disgrace. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's do, you, take... do you have pictures? Because I want to send those to Brian's. <laughs> I'm going to. I am going to. I don't know if I want my kid in the middle. A picture of my kid in the middle of this debate. Insanity. Hi, it's Glenn, and I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I want to tell you about another show I think you're going to like. It's called The Morning Blaze. It's with Doc Thompson. You can check it out right now wherever you get your favorite podcast. This is the news. And why why, why, why it matters. Pat, you said that there's a glimmer of hope for us. I think so, yeah. First of all, if I could consult some notes, um, Washington Post did some pretty good work on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, they actually fact-checked the things that she's going around the country proclaiming all the time. She's, these are her talking points. First of all, everybody has two jobs. That's why the unemployment numbers are so low at 3.9%. Well, everybody has two jobs. That's why. First of all, that's not they even considered. They don't count the jobs. They, they count don't. the people. <laughs> exactly right. But the other thing is... That would actually uh, make the rate higher. In yes. Theory. If people had two right. jobs, it would mean more people had no jobs. So... Um, the Washington Post does a pretty good fact check on this. The facts are, the data is pretty clear that this statement is poppycock. And how often do you get to use that word wow. in America Only when you're today. purchasing the popcorn treat. Pretty much. <laughs> or, in fact, or you have transported from the 1800s England. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, the July jobs report showed only 5.2% of Americans have two jobs. Okay. Wow. But that's like so, almost, wow. it's almost everybody. It's more than 24. It leaves. <laughs> it is more than 24, and that's a huge national move. It leaves only 94.5% of us, which is <laughs> oh, one. That's it? Yeah, that's all. Um, she claims ICE has a bed quota. quota. PolitiFact says this is an urban legend. Uh, she claims the upper class does not exist in America anymore. Well, except for the fact that it's grown 16.5% since 1979. It's grown 16.5%. Is that different than shrunk? <laughs> yes. Did they okay. fact check that? Yeah. Only in that it's Sometimes the opposite of it's, shrunk. It's like, it's, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Eat me, drink me. I don't know which does right. what. Yeah. I don't know. It's exactly. the same but thing. It's, it's the opposite okay. of shrunk. Um, she says Medicare for all is much cheaper than the current system. Well, except for the fact it would cost $33 trillion. Mm. 
and that's a somewhat conservative estimate. But other these than are the all from trillion. Washington Post. They, these are all from yeah. Washington Post. Okay, really so impressive. not only did they fact check her into oblivion, but she has endorsed seven candidates um, for uh, election. Midas touch. Ever. She's got the Midas, Midas touch, touch, doesn't she? Except for they all turn into mufflers. The opposite <laughs> of Midas touch. They. All lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them, including in Hawaii over the weekend, where another Democratic Socialist mm-hmm. lost in a super progressive state like Hawaii. He got 6% of the vote. The winner had 40.5. So it she was, was close. not even, yeah, it was, it was close. close. It was she, close. She actually went close. to Hawaii and speechified on his behalf and forgot oh, to endorse him. <laughs> she stood up speechified and they're like, woo, and she walks off the stage and they're like, Kind of go back and we say you in vote so for you him. can vote for this guy. She had to come back up and go, my brother in arms, this guy. She made kind of a similar mistake in Kansas when she said that they were going to turn the state red. Remember that? <laughs> yes. And they did. So, yes. <laughs> so did you hear the, the, um, the Democrat that I had on radio last hour uh, today? Yes. Um, Giancarlo this, Sopa? Yeah. So he's a guy who wrote for Quillette uh, this weekend about... How he's, I'm a Democrat, he says. I'm a Democrat. I'm going to vote again for a Democrat, he said. But this is a lie. This democratic socialism stuff is a lie. And we had him on for half an hour today. I think we have to have him back on. He wrote me again. I think he's going, he's willing to name names. Because he said, you know, uh, look, I'm just a regular Democrat. I'm a Jack Kennedy Democrat. And that's not what the Democratic Party stands for. And that's what I'm hoping this means. You know, all Me these too. losses around the country are showing that people are rejecting her message of socialism. It's, you know, it's kind of hopeful. But the question is, do they just go back in hiding? Yeah. Because that's what I asked Well, him. they have to, right? Yeah. You know, they have to. He says, you know, they're not all like that. And I'm like, well, really? Because, I mean, look, listen to Maxine Waters. She's hiding. Yeah. You know, she hiding. We're going to socialize. I mean, take your companies and run. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. You oh, don't know which ones are which. Remember back in you know the probably the Fox days, there were there's somebody on TV said, you know, we need a list of all the socialists that are in the the government, and it was like a big controversial moment. This is McCarthyism returning. It's like, well, McCarthyism didn't have the list of the people in the Progressive Caucus to, to access. It's just out there. <laughs> like they're telling you specifically, it's all Maxine Waters, and you look through that group, and it's you know almost universally people who would agree with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on almost every single issue. Oh, yeah, for sure, the list's out there. I mean, and and it's mm-hmm. this this does exist. It's you know they're calling it democratic socialism with Ocasio-Cortez, but it's it's a huge strain of the Democratic Party. And obviously, Bernie Sanders makes that obvious. The man with, I mean, he was the least possible candidate to win the presidency, right? I mean, he's a guy no one knows from Vermont who wasn't even in the party he was running for, who's an avowed outward socialist, who's unknown in his 70s, uh, and, and really has no ability to communicate. I mean, he's like, a, you know, he's not like a good speaker or anything. And he still won 45% of the vote against a well-known candidate. This is a really strong movement in the Democratic Party. I hope you're right, though. I hope the other side is pushing I'm back. hoping rank-and-file Democrats don't feel this way. I'm hoping they're closer to, you know, JFK or even Bill Clinton. I mean, yeah. that's somewhat Democrat. Not socialist. Yeah, I but think I think I think Bill Clinton was not a socialist. I, I, uh, right, he was a Democrat. That's what I think. Too. His wife, on the other hand, uh, she's closer. Right. I think when you combine the um, the way that the me- I mean, we talked about Vox last week um, speaking out against democratic mm-hmm. socialism and talking about how much it was really going to cost, and then you've got right. the Washington Post 
Uh, plus, you've got these rank-and-file Democrats that are all kind of yeah. rejecting it. I mean, I think that that's, that's it is a, a good, good sign. Thing. That's it a really is. good sign. Yeah. Good thing. All right, Doc, your top story. Yeah, I, uh, over the years, have been increasingly frustrated by the claims of national security when we need information. It's like, no, no, it's national security. And we know transparency has to be um, part of a representative republic or we're going to get bad stuff. We've actually got uh, a situation right now that is a pretty big national security issue, and that is how Amarosa was able to record uh, John Kelly in the Situation Room. Mm -hmm. Amorosa, of course, has her book out, and she's claimed that uh, the president uh, has used the N-word and a bunch of other stuff in her book. But everybody's missing the important part. She has a tape that she released that we played this morning on the air of John Kelly firing her this in the Situation Room. This was supposed to be impossible. Right. They supposedly took care of that in 06 and 07 by scrambling the signals of whatever recording well, device you would it's have. It's scrambled and it identifies any recording device. Right. And the way I understand it from the reports, and it's probably even more secure than this, anything personal you have like that, you put into a lead-lined locker before you even mm -hmm. end up in the Situation yeah. Room. Yeah. It's like the skiffs, only more so. So how did Omarosa get oh, she's by all that? Super spy. Is she? <laughs> Is that it? Right. Super stealthy? Super spy, yeah. So, so she's like Agent she... 98 or whatever? Yeah. Uh, 99. 99. Smart, yeah. 99. Yeah. So how does she get that in there, and why is that not the biggest focus? Instead, the focus is, did, president, did the president use the N-word right, back in the day? Which, of course, she has no support for at all. No. I mean, she has no evidence of it. None of the tapes say that. So wait, um, are you telling me that you can't, tr you can't trust Omarosa? Because I really believe Donald Trump when he said, these are some of the best people in the world. <laughs> right. oh, I know. I'm myself. She's always seemed so stable in the past. Oh, yeah, you know, know, when I saw her on The Apprentice, I thought, she's a fine woman. I know. She is. That's a classic. I wish we had her in the White House. Woman. Maybe yeah. she put her phone in her pocket like this. <laughs> yeah. oh. she was, ah, maybe right. that's what. How well, does it end up in there, and why is that not the focus? There is speculation. Like some of the White House sources uh, were speculating at the time that she had uh, developed the, um, the uh, continual use of a pen that had a recording device in it. So, like, not a phone, but she had a pen that, you know, I guess... Sky Mall? Where do you get that? Is it yeah, a sharper yeah. image? Yeah. Wow. And she, <laughs> no, but it's really good quality. That's a good quality it was. recording. It is. it is. It is actually a really good quality it's recording. Like, so Speaking you know to this, yeah. I have to tell you, <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to this at all because I know who she is. Right. I, I, mm -hmm. I've already made my decision on Donald Trump and her. I mean, you think you, he has a credibility problem? Almarosa? She has mm -hmm. a huge one. I mean, she's, mm -hmm. she's, she can say whatever she wants. I don't believe unreliable. Well, the ta tapes are tapes. So yeah, if there were something on a tape, it would be something to listen but to. But is that anything? Is that a really a big deal that she was fired? No. Good. I celebrate no. that she was fired. No. Well, and there's the, the only on the angle tape. here is this. Yeah. Security. Well, and the other question is, what did she do to get fired? If you listen to John Kelly, and this is a pretty serious guy. The guy's a Marine um, and is kind of a no BS guy. What did she do? And you could see when you hear the tape that they're kind of doing the dance. You did something wrong. Just go away, oh, yeah, press totally. anything. Mm -hmm. What did she do? It supposedly Should she be punished? Related to this car service thing, which I guess they have access to car, a car service that they're supposed to use for really important things, and she was like, hey, I've got to go to... Uh, Uber Eats. Yeah, 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 it's like, I've got to deliver food to others. <laughs> she was uh, fired over a car service? Well, it was, you know, it, you know this is all, all excessive use. It would probably cost yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on how much you use it, right? So, it's um, Washington. It's the government, I'm yeah. sure. All right, we got to yeah. take a break. I don't want to take one a break. One trip to keep talking. One so trip. what I was thinking was... One trip to McDonald's a block away. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Allegations of domestic violence. 
Yeah, with Keith, Keith Ellison, yeah. and um, it's easy to react if you don't like Keith Ellison, which I don't like his policies. I don't know if there's any of them I've ever agreed with. Um, it doesn't seem like somebody I'd actually like to hang out with. But when I saw all these allegations, much like all the Me Too ones, first of all, it's just an allegation. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get a lot of that from people on the right. It wasn't, uh, oh, hold on, let's make sure we know. <laughs> and then the way this whole thing rolled out, did you see how the story developed? Supposedly, he was in a relationship with a woman. And this woman's son, one of her sons, found a file on her computer with a video of Keith Ellison dragging her around the bedroom, saying horrible things, a bunch of uh, other messages where he said horrible things and treated her in a very bad way. Mm -hmm. And so they called her names, told her to get out of his house. Yeah, a lot of abusive type things. And the son's like, my mom didn't want me to bring this up, but I'm going to go ahead and post this on Facebook. With none of the examples of the tweets or the video, any of that stuff, and just puts it out there. So mom doesn't want it to. What is your motivation if you're him? Standing with mom? He would want to her... protect his mom. Right, exactly. So, oh, you want to bring Keith, you want to hurt him. Okay, I guess natural. There's no proof of this stuff. And then Keith Ellison um, released a statement that says there is absolutely no tape because this did not happen. So the, That's pretty bold if, if there's a even tape. a possibility of a tape. Not that there wouldn't. This seems like somebody's out to get Keith Ellison on this thing, more so than this was truly a domestic dispute thing. Sadly, I'm almost okay with that. Um, <laughs> right, and that's how I am. It's a struggle because, you know, I would even say sadly, I don't really care either way. I mean, I just don't care. Because he's I mean, such he a could, bad guy. No, it's not just that. It's just like, guy. I don't care about any of them. Yeah, I, really I know. Don't oh, but you about care anything. about the truth, and if someone being yeah, I falsely do, I do. accused, I hate, yeah, I hate the false allegations that are out yeah. there. And we've said this over and over when it comes to everybody else in the Me Too movement, left or right. Anybody caught up in this stuff, it's still allegations. Offer proof. Mm -hmm. And by the way, police, if the sons have proof, go arrest the congressman and prosecute him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by the way, too, I mean, if uh, there's really, if we find out that they were doing, I mean, because he's only a couple days ahead of an election, right? Isn't right. there like I think have tomorrow? A, yeah. So I mean, like, it's a primary. The, it really stinks huh. terribly. If you find out that this is false and mm -hmm. false and maliciously, I mean, there should be consequences for a false accusation. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, Chris Pratt accepted an award over the weekend, I believe it was, at the Teen Choice Awards. Did you guys hear what he said? I didn't know. Okay, all right, let's play that. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. I have not been a teen for quite some time. I love you two. Uh, I'm just so thankful to be here. Thank you so much. This means a lot to me. Uh, I know Bryce and I both have so much fun being part of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise. We make those movies just for you. I'm so glad you like them. Uh, I want to thank God. I always do that when I'm up on a big platform in front of a bunch of young faces. I say, I love God. That's my thing. I love him. And you should too. Wow. You should too. Yeah. Wow. At the end. I Listen love God and you should too. What, what a hater. What, what a hate monger. monger <laughs> Why don't we hate. just have a totalitarian oh, right. state? Why don't you just live in Iran? <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's going to stop winning awards, this guy. He's going to the sadly not happen, gonna, right? gonna stop giving him awards. I think if there's anyone to actually change. He's too handsome for them to turn their back on him. He's, <laughs> he's too, too damn handsome, handsome. And he's just he's too funny. funny. And he's, he's funny. funny. He's very likable. Yeah, but that's why he's dangerous, right? I mean, yeah. you know, if, if it was yeah. someone up there who, uh, you know, sounded like a fire and brimstone preacher, no one would care. Right. Um, but yeah. this is, this is I mean, this, this is something that people will actually listen to him and think about what he says. And, of course, they don't want I that. I don't think that crowd. 
not there. You don't, don't think? No, I mean, well, they're young, they're impressionable, impressionable teens. teenagers. They might. Yeah. They certainly no, listen. No, no, those no, are the no. right people to be talking no. to. No, those people in movies and TV, that doesn't affect anyone's thing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that doesn't affect anyone. I'm starting to hate him. <laughs> oh, yeah? What? He's too successful. Yeah. He's too good at this. He needs yeah. to be He's back. entering that category of people that I... I really start to hate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Success. I mean, he keeps. Mm-hmm. I people know. keep saying that he's going to be brought down or they're going to silence him, but he's done this at several different award shows, and I they like still yeah. keep screaming I like for him. him. Yeah, I like him a lot. So, Pat, tell us where ra- rats have rights. Is that in what it is? In Paris, of course. Um, yeah, they they have. I really a, thought you were going to say DC. Uh, really? I thought you were going to say <laughs> no. Hill. Also oh, DC. Oh, okay. no, rats that's have too obvious. Of course. These are the actual mammals. Oh, gotcha. Actual mammals. And so they're so badly infested right now with with a ratio of about four to four to one over over humans in Paris um, that that the mayor of Paris said, OK, we're going to start uh, poisoning these rats. Oh, my gosh. And a rat lobby came forward and <laughs> said, you can't be killing these rats. That's not ethical. You should treat them like any other mammal in the city. Uh, does anybody remember a thing called? Oh, the Black Plague <laughs> spread by rats I ha- where 75 to 200 million people died. Uh, no, the rats should yeah. not I ha- I have be. An well, rats are people, too. I have an yeah. admission. Okay. I, my son has a pet rat. Oh, my God. He used to have two, but one died. Did so far, it? we are not, did not kill it. It was not uh, on did purpose. Did poison it? <laughs> no. Okay. They have a two- to three-year lifespan. Uh, but so far, we have remained plague-free. Oh, congratulations. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. Good. It's really nice. Yeah. They're actually very sweet, intelligent creatures. Uh, <laughs> not when they're running around the sewer system. Uh, yeah, I would not and say and that like, if I saw yes, a wild rat that I would care to take it home. I don't remember. It was you standing on the platform. Mm-hmm. One of us was standing on the platform underneath Radio City Music Hall on our way to another office in uh, New York City. And we were just talking there. You, uh, you live in New York for a, any period of time. You just go dead inside. And the two of us were standing on the platform. It was mm-hmm. you and I, wasn't it? And we were just watching, and we were having a conversation. And uh, at one point, I said, "I think he's, I think he's going to get it this time." And we were, we were watching two rats fight over like hot dog wrapping. And we were both thinking it. We were both watching it. But neither of us even did you put money on it. Yeah, well, we did. Because that was the end. okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, I was right. But, so you're all parents, um, mom, dad. I think I know what I'm going to do with my life. Rat lobbyist. Start a rat <laughs> lobby. This is it. I w- I'm going for it. Move to Paris. This is the one. Yeah. Become a rat lobbyist. Is there money in it? Uh, there could be, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had that movie Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. And, maybe know, that and he in- was a good chef. He was. And the song, and the song Ben by Michael Jackson. Oh, that's right. See? That's right. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. So maybe was you're originally being a little critical. Oh, that's right. Was originally they, they, they thought yeah, they bought a mouse costume for the original Chuck E. Cheese, but they actually realized later on that it was a rat. Glenn, I saw a tweet from you over the weekend about this whole Boris Johnson ordeal. And, I love him. Yes. And you said that Boris the way Johnson. he's handled the press, that's oh, the way. Great. Okay, so Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson is my favorite. He's brilliant. He's a great writer. Um, he is absolutely unafraid. He's probably the closest thing to uh, to Churchill that we've had for a while, besides Margaret Thatcher. He is very, very eccentric. So he's talking about the burqa ban, and he's <laughs> he said, "Women who wear burqas look like a letterbox. 
basically a, a mailbox, okay? Because they just have this slit here, like you put mail in the slit, okay? Well, everybody went crazy. So he's at home this weekend, and <laughs> and he's just watching all these people, you know, wait for him to say something. He's not going to say anything. So what does he do? He comes out in his ridiculous shorts and shirt, and he's he's made tea, for, have that. Yeah, tea for everybody. Watch, yeah. watch what he Go have a cup of tea. Thank you very much. There you go. There you go. Do you ever got a comment, yeah. sir? I want you. You want you to have a cup of tea. If I have you a cup of tea, will, will, you, will you answer <laughs> no, my question? No, I'm, I, that's, I'm here solely on a humanitarian mission because you've been here all day and you've been incredibly patient and incredibly. And I feel very sorry for you because I have nothing to say about this matter except to offer you some tea. <laughs> I love that. Instead, we have you know they're the enemy of the people. He just goes out with tea and. I'm here, humanity. You've been here all day, I'm and, not I, gonna say and I'm no, not, not going to say anything. So have some tea. It's great. Brilliant. That's great. Brilliant. That is great. Uh, Stu, have you been watching all the football that's creeping up on us? It's coming. Yeah? It's here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, it's wild. Is any is anyone here um, involved in the uh, banning or um, what you call it? Are you going to watch? Are you going to watch? Oh, God. That I'm not 100% watch. Ben continues, I think. Yeah, yeah. Boycott. Continues. Thank you. My boycott continues. Uh -huh. Yeah, but that I was in a, I healing. was in an elevator with somebody. It was a cop on Saturday night. I'm in this elevator. And uh, I said, so where, where are you from originally? He said, Philadelphia. And I knew it was coming. He said, you know, we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, amen. Yeah. Do you watch football? No, it's been beaten out of me. I was a Browns fan. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It's been beaten out of me. Sorry, I have an NFL boycott. They're dead to me. <laughs> okay. But it's long before the kneeling stuff. Yeah. I was watching sports this weekend. The PGA Championship was this weekend. Yes. And, uh, you know, Tiger Woods competitive and is, you know, in a major for a first time in a long time. And it was amazing to see. I mean, ratings were up like 50% because Tiger was competitive. Mm -hmm. The entire crowd is just a, there, someone described it as a walking stadium. Every hole he goes to, the entire crowd moves with him. And here is like the whitest sport uh -huh. in America with almost exclusively white fans all over the course. Mm -hmm. The same weekend that 24 white supremacists show up in Charlottesville, they're all falling around and cheering the 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 of course the he's player. Uncle Tom he's doing a he's right. doing a roving minstrel show for all the white people <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of amazing though like we were told how divisive everybody I, like, I, people don't care they like Tiger because he's a Tiger um, and it was kind it's of interesting it's especially interesting with him because I mean he has a little bit of a background to make you not like him yes like he's had like real problems people have totally yeah. forgotten about he like he is they there don't care. he was not they don't care he was not a good husband I, I, I will no. tell you that I, I was. I was driving to Oklahoma City to see Miranda Sings yes. this weekend with my daughter. And to see who? Miranda Sings. A YouTube, YouTube star. star. The very first YouTube star I've, I've ever seen. I, we drove wow. three and a half hours to go see this YouTube star. Um, anyway, so um, we're driving and we're listening to Michael Jackson. She wants to, to listen to Michael Jackson, so we're listening. And the song Black or White comes on by Michael Jackson. And I'm listening to the words of that, and I'm like, we were over this <laughs> a million so years ago. long ago. We were, this was, a, it was Michael Jackson going, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you're black or white. Yep, it doesn't. <laughs> and because I think of power, you have to have the, 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 uh, the genders and the colors fighting each other. Otherwise, you don't have anything but facts to run your country on. Mm. Yeah. I believe uh, that is a current, by the way, just so you know. Black yeah, and white. me too. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> so talking about uh, football season coming up, 
Today's poll is, do you plan to watch the upcoming NFL season? Uh, I know that whenever I interact with the audience, when I did last season, I, they were really unhappy that I was watching football yeah. and supporting the NFL. Well, I'm you, you're so watching, I'm, very I'm curious. taking a every time on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to see uh, what they'll say. I would say, pick a different season to boycott than the one the Eagles win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then talk to me in some other year. Well, the Eagles are 4-8 and eight this year, then come back to me with a boycott request. <laughs> All right, so you can vote on that poll on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and we will see you guys tomorrow. That's it for us. Unless we're all invisible. No, we're not going to fail. Well, we're lying about that. That's so great. We don't have that. I don't know if that ever at home. Let's hear like, we used to Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.